Coming to you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios, Wario K, Rule Bowser, Andros Gannon. This is Video Games a Comedy Show. I am your host, uh, Big Metal Sword, and uh, me really hungry for Aerith. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, because well, cause the sword is hungry for her. I would you know? think the sword hungry for Materia. Mm. Oh, because it's like maybe that's its belly is what we yeah, see. Yeah, it sounded like you're you're a big sword that's gonna kill Aerith. Right, right, right. Well, yeah. but to kill is to eat in sword language. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's just another way of looking at it. We got a doozy of an episode for you today. We're covering the Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Remake. And uh, I've got f- uh, three other delightful members of the Zoo Tycoon crew here to uh, blast you with knowledge and maybe some laughs along the way. I don't know. I guess maybe we'll see. Coming in hot, a, 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 a prime member, a prime subscriber to the show, Connor McCabe. How you doing, pal? I'm doing great. He came. He left. Nothing else had changed. I had not changed. Yet nothing would be the same. Good. I got really <laughs> nervous to play that because I wasn't sure people were gonna not talk yep. <laughs> for it. I was like, I was like, oh god, it's a long one. I hope everyone can hear. I hope PJ can hear it. Uh, oh, I how hear you doing, it, Connor. <laughs> oh, I don't like I, it, but I hear it. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing well. I just got back from Jesse's mom's house, and she stuffed me full of pie, uh, p- pizza pie. So I'm good. Okay. Damn. Yeah, her mom. She's got something to her. She does. Connor, um, um, yeah. Connor, are you exclusively playing as uh, Biggs in this or Wedge? What's his name? <laughs> yeah, I'm mm-hmm. just Wedge. So it's that, funny. Yeah, the one that um, eats all the time. <laughs> yeah, his missions like his are character a, is he eats a lot. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm, it's really yeah. cool for his missions when you're in when you're in battles. Like you gotta mash the like the chomp chomp button but then like <laughs> when you once you load up your atb mm-hmm. meter you can um just sh- shit out all the pizza you ate <laughs> he just oh, digests wow. all the food yeah it's That's cool fun. yeah i love it really really and like you stays heard, true to the original you you might have heard a, a, a little laughter coming in uh coming in from a the grand a grand distance away it's another lovable member of our show Michael Stevens. I'm a prime subscriber. Fuck yo, she's out. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And, How you doing, uh, buddy? You know, I'm doing good, pal. And I'm glad to I'm glad to hear your voice. I'm glad to have you on the show again. Um, you know, it's been a while. It's been almost a whole seven days <laughs> since mm-hmm. you were on the last episode. So, thank you for uh, thank you for indulging me, Stevens. I know you have a very busy life. What have, what have you been doing? Oh, I've been swamped. Uh, I wake up. I spend about an hour getting my sweatpants on. An uh, hour? Yeah. Spending about an hour getting my sweatpants on. Then I spend about another hour regretting that I put my sweatpants on. That takes about an hour. Should have yeah. done that. Then I spend about another hour, I'd say, taking my sweatpants off. Okay. Uh, and then the next hour, I'm just getting chilly, and I'm like, maybe I should have, maybe I should get those sweatpants. And then I get, I go back to the sweatpants, and then 
I spent another uh-huh. hour. I put them on, uh, mm. and I immediately regret it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's like, right. why did yeah, I do this? Starts all over. Starts well, all and, over. And it's what what's fucked up about this is that I thought you were a basketball shorts only guy. Oh, busted! That's how you know I'm a, a habitual liar. Wow! Oh, wow! God. I'm feeling wow. betrayed. I'm I feeling feel like I I owe everyone an apology. Um, I feel like you owe you owe everyone some more leg is what you owe. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. And, uh, so I've I've made it a mission of mine during this quarantine, during this pandemic, no less, to have a new person on the show every episode. And I've come pretty close to that, surprisingly. And uh, this episode is no different. We have a brand new member of the Zoo Tycoon crew here to... Uh, talk about this game, and I'm very excited to have him on. You've heard him on Call Me By Your Game. You've heard him on UCB's Herald Night. Uh, <laughs> the lovable PJ McCormick. Hey, what's up? Thanks for having me. I'm excited to have a serious discussion on Final Fantasy VII Remake with <laughs> no bits. Great. And PJ, I have a sound effect for you. Are you ready? No, I don't. I don't want you to play that for me. I, I, no. Bits. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. my God. The man don't spoke. Don't listen to him. The man spoke. You can't let we'll him take control like this. what his sound play effect it. was. Play it. Okay. Here we go. You ready? Yep. PJ! <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, that's PJ. It's like the, uh, the Eddie Murphy show. Right? Yes, it's yeah. PJ's like the Eddie I Murphy show. I can believe you were never going to hear that a second ago. <laughs> That's crazy. PJ, you almost didn't want to hear. Man, that so, is insane to me. You know, that, that fits the theme of the show. It's very nostalgic. Can you imagine? Right. I used to watch that show. PJ used to watch the PJs in his wow. PJs. What, did, what were you what was going through your mind when you were watching it even though your name was PJ? Um just embarrassment, like a constant embarrassment <laughs> every time they say PJ in the like ads, you know? Yeah, no, I hear yeah. that. Pete and PJ does stand for Peter Jackson, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. I am Peter Jackson. I'm I'm famous <laughs> for making that ride at Universal Studios. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes uh famous for that and nothing else so we have to talk about a video game on this show that is the law what uh yes the law is is? is? we we have to talk about one video game Uh, dude i'm out of here dude what (laughs) (laughs) this show is called video games a comedy show so we have to do two things video games and comedy show <laughs> and uh i feel like we're well off into the comedy show i i already feel like this has been fucking hilarious and everyone who listens is gonna yeah much to pj's chagrin <laughs> lots of bits all of them landed perfectly and smoothly i think that now all that's left is to talk about this beautiful video game but first let's talk about the news is there any news anyone wants to talk about <laughs> um uh, I don't know, usually throw this to you guys, but there really isn't like Animal Crossing has there. some events. 
Yeah, Bunny Day finally ended. I think we are all happy that that Thank ha- happened. Thank fucking God. Yeah. 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 What yeah. a nightmare that was. I, I, stopped I, playing, I stopped playing before they stopped the bunny thing. So, like, my memory of Animal Crossing is just hunting for eggs at this point. Oh, no. That <laughs> sucks. You got to get that back sucks. on. Don't leave it that way. Yeah, don't. Yeah. I'm in it for the cutscenes. Uh, <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, I'm in it for all of these celebrations that I have to do every time a house gets built. Uh, no, we should do an Animal Crossing episode. I just want I just wanted there to be enough time so like we all had our our you know it so it had its day in the sun. Yeah, you know I, what I mean, I think it's that it's long in the tooth. I think that might have to be a post COVID episode then because it yeah. is. A huge mainstay of my daily uh, <laughs> goings on. The old, right. I'm like, well, what am I doing today? And I check Animal Crossing every fucking day. Uh, because How long I, are you playing per day, though? It, it has to have gone down since the start, Oh, big right? time. It's it's definitely, it just has kind of like gotten into like, oh, what's happening? What What's in the shop? Nothing. All right, I'm done. Uh, so, Mikey, are you are you yeah. just like jumping back and forth between PS4 and the Switch? You just All multitasking, the time. yeah, yeah. Um, All the time, yeah. I can't do that. I gotta I gotta have one game at a time. Like I gotta focus on this one game and then move on to the next one. Focus on that. Um, That's how I used to be, PJ. I, I like that. I yeah. like that in a guy. Yeah. yeah. I per I I will say this, PJ. I prefer <clears throat> that. Uh, and there are some times when a game is like so captivating that that's that happens again. The last time that it happened was most recently was with Breath of the Wild, Zelda. Oh yeah. And I was just yeah. like, this is what I'm playing. I'm not playing anything else. I don't care about anything else. Um, but it really like takes a game. A game has to like sink its fucking teeth into me. Absolutely. I. I love like and the I happens. love great game mechanics. I I felt that way the last game I played was uh, Doom, uh, and like it's just which it's one? so satisfying. the The original Doom. Which, which Doom? Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I'm yeah. not the original. No, the uh, the the one that came out 2016. Like, one, yeah, 2016. Yeah. The most recent. Um, or not most recent now, but yeah. Such such fun game mechanics. I'm usually just like a story driven guy, but like the game mechanics of that game just really sucked me in. And like, that's, that's all I could focus on. Um, just mastering that. And I get the same vibes with, with final fantasy seven too. I love getting Mm -hmm. deep in it. If Mm -hmm. you want to be, if you want to be like a one game guy per, per play while you're playing one game only person, uh, probably don't come on this show a lot. I would say is a good thing because this show kind of makes you want to play everything you possibly can, like you're in some sort of fucking insane asylum of your own doing, you know. And uh, and uh, I, I mean, I, I, you know, do I miss my old life? Yeah, sure, all the time. Yeah, is is this a different kind of life? Yeah, it is a different kind of life. Um, so I, I, I. Uh, I, I, uh, somebody died, a, a voice actor, uh, uh, Rick May died, a Star Fox 64 and Team Fortress 2 voice actor. Wow. Who do you voice in bummer. Team Fortress? Do you know? I, um, uh, he vo- voiced, uh, uh, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I played the fucking shit out of that game, though. Played a lot oh my of god, Team no, he's the, dude, he's the, uh, do a barrel roll. Peppy? 
guy. Oh. Yeah, oh he's my. the yeah he's Peppy Hair. Oh my goodness, he's do a barrel roll. You guys what's remember his, that old What's thing? his name? His name is Rick May, the guy that said do a barrel roll. Jeez, you know it goes without saying, but right or asking, but right now was it? Do we know if it was COVID? Not that it matters, but it was. It was. Damn, it was. That sucks. He was the voice of the soldier in Team Fortress Two. Uh, okay. Oh yeah. wow. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, Damn. That's a bummer. That's a big bummer. Yeah, that sucks, um, man. We, have you we guys, talked about... Have you guys talked about the DualSense controller? Yeah, a little bit, but mm-hmm. uh, I, not with this combo of fellas. Do you guys want to talk a little bit about it? What Is this the thoughts are? PS5 guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. I think it looks let's dope. Get it, let's get into it. I think it's beautiful. Um, yeah, you like it a lot. PJ, you're a fan? Yeah, I like it. I like that they moved the light to the front. You don't need it on the back anymore because the next VR is going to be... Uh, it's not going to be like like uh, with a camera following lights anymore. So you don't need that big right. spotlight on the back of the controller. Um, yeah, I just think it's really sleek design. And they got rid of the colors on the uh, the face button, which I think is a pretty bold move. Um, yeah, that's pretty. I didn't even consider oh, that. Yeah, really? actually, absolutely like the right. X, yeah, the X square, the square and stuff—they're not colored. Yeah, is that yeah, what you're it, there's no. no color on it. Hmm, didn't notice that's that. wild. Yeah, it's always. I wonder colors. why they did that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's crazy. Did you guys know that the? Uh, I don't know why I went down this rabbit hole one day, but the but you know why the buttons are the way they are, like the shapes of them are the way they mm. are. No. Did we talk about this on the show? It's about lines. No. So like uh, circle is one line, right? And then uh, X or cross is two lines. Triangles, three lines. And then square is four. Interesting. So, and when they're, yeah, when they write code, I guess, or when they do some instruction manuals, they will number them. So it'll be like one, one, two, two, one. That's like a move in Street Fighter or something. Mm, interesting. Damn, that's wild. Oh, I yeah. wonder. I wonder if the color will coincide with game indicators. If that makes mm. sense, like like uh, if you're playing God of War, right, and you're doing a move sequence, is it just going to show you a circle now, or is it going to be a red circle in game? Because oh. sometimes, like my brain will register the color. And yeah, then right. and then be like, oh, red is oh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like or yeah. uh, like green is triangle, X is blue. Like I can, you know what I mean? I can color yeah. code them right now. But without that, I wonder if that's like, I, I don't know what the yeah, I don't know what the well purpose and some of that people is. Are, some people are uh, shape blind, so that's going to be really <laughs> hard for them to know which one, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it was, it was four people who were colorblind and or shape blind. Like they could go either way there, but now, you know, without the color, you know, it's true. When I see, I mean, like yeah. I yeah. speaking from personal experience, like I know a lot of people they don't know understand what that means, and it's like instead of seeing like a square or a triangle, I just see like a drawing of a like a pencil dick. It's weird. <laughs> so I know it's like funny. Now when you say people. a pencil dick, yeah, when you say pencil um, dick. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like describe like, it like to a, me, because I not like a little tiny pencil penis, but like <laughs> like someone has taken a pencil and just drawn like a crude, very hastily drawn like penis on a piece of school paper. 
Oh, okay. that's what a pencil dick is to you is when it's been drawn pencil with dick. pencil. Yes, it's very different than a sharpie not, dick. Not when it's not when it's skinny and long like a pencil. Correct, and different than a sharpie dick. And so, uh, just to be right. clear, you said when you see like a triangle, you see a little pencil dick. <laughs> when so I see just any shape, the, it's just a bunch of uh, any shape. <laughs> so you look at a PlayStation controller, and it's just four pencil dicks, little uh, pencil dicks. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I'm looking mm-hmm. at my TV right now, which to you, you might call that a rectangle. I just see a <laughs> pencil dick. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Wow. So life is pencil dick, really. Pretty much. So yeah. you're just like walking through like life and you're like door or pencil dick. I don't know. Yeah. Is this my bed or constant, some kind of pencil dick? It's truly a constant battle I have to have with myself <laughs> like all the time. I'm, yeah. I've gotten used to it over the years, but man, it's it's not it's it's different, you know? You've probably been beating yourself. You're like, why are people going to Egypt to visit these three pencil dicks? Like what's the big I don't see the attraction. Yeah, and going to see pencil dicks in the desert. Yeah. Like, how's that any different from the pencil dick in Paris? <laughs> right. Yeah, how's that any different from all the other seven great pencil dicks of the world? You know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. I think this is a great bit, and I could keep. Is doing this a good bit? Yeah, let, let's uh, let, the... let's let's keep the bits to a minimum, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up to see PJ's uh, oh, no. track was flatlined. <laughs> it was like it was, for the He's whole the... bit, he was yeah. just sitting there like. Upset. Those, are, those, those aren't waveforms. Uh, <laughs> that's my actual horse you're looking at. Don't you mean uh, don't you mean pencil dicks, my man? Yeah, pencil yes. dicks. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, PJ. Yeah. We call scene on this show. That was good. You brought it. You brought it oh, home. That's I'm good. I'm sweating again. I'm gonna have to take off my t-shirt. Two episodes in a row. <laughs> oh yeah. Two that's episodes in a row. Uh, t-shirt taking off time. Well, I guess I guess we could just move right along into it because it's all I really want to talk about. It's all any of us probably want to talk about. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, guys. I I don't know if you guys know this, but. They remade that game from 1997. Pretty cool. What? Yeah. Did you did you hear that? I did. No. I bought it. What do you mean? I don't. I don't are you know queuing what, up I... the sound effects right now? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> PJ is just. It, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah <laughs> Love it. The year was 1997. Bill Clinton, a mm. president. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martha Stewart had just been incarcerated. Mm-hmm. The Honda Civic had just been invented. Mm. The planet never been cleaner. Uh, I think you're one for four there. <laughs> three... <laughs> Three, three years away. It would only be three years until Y2K, 1997. Wow, it's almost like I timed it with the music. Yeah. So yeah, um, they made that game uh, then, and then they made it again this year. And it took them a long time to do it. They 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 always said they were going to do it, and then they finally did do it. And yeah. I I had I had a bunch of like. Pinching myself moments playing the game where I just kind of couldn't believe it was here, I think. And I think that's kind of been my experience for most of the game is that I got a I got a handful of things that I, I'm obsessed with about it, a handful of complaints, but 
both of them are kind of overshadowed by the overall wonder of it. I don't know. Um, first impressions, guys. Like, what what did you think turning on this game? I mean, I guess maybe we should start with where we were at with the original game. You know, it's my favorite game of all time. I think pretty definitively now at this point. If I need, I, I guess I kind of needed the remake to remind me of that. But it really is like probably my favorite game. Connor, where, where were you at before this remake came out? Uh, before this remake, this is a game... The original <laughs> game is one that I have uh, started probably four or five times. And the farthest I've ever gotten was on my most recent playthrough, which was I, I was in, in January. And I got right up until the point where Aerith leaves your party for good. So... That's as far as I'd ever gotten, which coincidentally, this game, you know, it's all I needed for this game. In fact, I've played farther than we're going to see in this game, but I really love this game too. And uh, it's, I've, I've kind of dabbled in a lot of the Final Fantasies, but this one is definitely the most familiar along with six and four and, and it's great. And I was like pretty pumped for this. And you kind of just recently went, had that like disc one playthrough at least, yeah, right? So I mean, like this, this is pretty fresh going into this. Yeah, it wasn't it was not too long ago that I was texting you being like, did I miss my chance to get that materia off my character? Right. Yeah. And the answer was Yep. Yes, I, I think it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh PJ, uh, tell me a little bit about your history with the the original game coming into this. Yeah, I played it um <clears throat> I played it once it got on the greatest hits, the original one. Because I remember it had like the green uh, Greatest Hits mm-hmm. logo Spine. on the side of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, didn't really expect much going into it. And then once the world opened up after Midgar, I was like, this is the greatest game of all time. Um, I've played it a few times all the way through. And then most recently, I'd say maybe like six months, six months ago, I replayed it again. I got through Midgar because I wanted to like catch up on on everything that was happening and have something to compare it mm. to. And it, the remake mm-hmm. has just like blown my expectations out of the water. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Stevens, I know you're a big fan, right? Yes. Uh, this is I I I hadn't. I think to what Connor's point uh, was saying and starting and starting and starting, it's first and foremost very hard to beat an RPG. It's very fucking hard. So many of them, you start them, you get 75% of the way, I'd say. And it's just so hard to finish fucking games. And this was the second RPG that I had ever finished. And I had started several others the uh, one before it was chrono trigger and then this mm. one um mm. and then um there's the, there there's like others that i kind of don't count like pokemon which is kind of like yeah i don't know i think it, is it an rpg even yeah it Mario is but Kart. like sure uh <laughs> uh just other games <laughs> name other Solitaire. games just name video games Solitaire. there's tetris <laughs> Solitaire. Solitaire. there's just name uh, any game. Game board could <laughs> yeah. be a board game. Uh, Scrabble. Oh, so you got one. Scrabble. Yeah, chess. Chess. Cha- chess. The game. Chess. <laughs> chess. The game. Chess. chess. Yeah. Chess. Uh, <laughs> no, but I. Um, so yeah, this this game. Um, I hadn't seen 
um, a lot of the like story devices and things that happen in this game I had never seen. Or you know, I kind of, it was kind of like a heyday almost for me because this isn't my favorite game of all time, but one that is was Metal Gear Solid and mm-hmm. some of the like just like engrossing storytelling things and like the guns (laughs) you know as you know i'm a huge gun nut yeah that's Um, a callback to not even the show (laughs) oh my god um but yeah so this this game had a huge huge impact on me and and uh went became like kind of like something i measure any rpg i play now against uh, yeah. that and games like Chrono Trigger now where I'm just like it was fun but was it Final Fantasy 7 fun? Was it that right. good? <laughs> um, so yeah man I'm, I'm fucking stoked and I'm, I've been blown away by like everything so far I think they yeah. I, they did a great job so far I'm very very happy with it Let's go through I just want to know where everyone's at like I this will be by the way like a spoiler we will spoil it kind of from where we're, we are, uh, I guess. Well, I, I kind of don't I know how to proceed without. I, maybe we don't have to. You I just mean, say, hey, if you're listening right now, fuck off if you don't want yeah. us to talk about this. Right. Fuck, yeah. Fuck right off. Yeah, also, wow. don't just Most turn to us. Someone, so, someone sounds like Cloud <laughs> right now. Oh, no. <laughs> I think most no. of us, uh, we've played the original. So, like, we know the story beats, right. you know, like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think saying a story beat is a spoiler because we know, right? you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. what point in the story uh, that beat is going to be in. But they've just, like, fleshed it out so much that, like, the journey to get to those story beats is more of a spoiler you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah when i when i would say also like this is a rare case where because i know the story <laughs> original story so well i actually don't super care about spoilers like um if you were to say hey you know you get a little tease for something over in this area to me this game almost has like a schoolyard back in the day vibe where i'm kind of like been on the internet and like looking around and like talking to you guys over text and stuff like hey have you seen this thing yet have you gotten into this like just because it's like i want to make sure i you know don't miss anything along mm-hmm. the way too mm-hmm. and uh you know you guys have shared some stuff with me that i would like that kind of confirmed some stuff but also like highlighted some areas so i just want to know i just want to say that right now that i'm i'm not particularly preoccupied with spoilers but you know if 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 one of you guys are if a listener is you know I, I don't know. Like, uh, well, I guess we'll try to be sensitive to that. But like, where is everybody? I'll, I'll tell you right now where I am in the game is uh, me and Aerith have just gone through the um, like super highway that's been fucking destroyed, you know, like the tunnels. It's like right after you deal with all of the church slum stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're and I'm so we're, I'm going through those now where I have to like I have to like control the mechanical arm yeah. that like lifts her up and moves her around. Connor, where are you at in the game? I'm a little behind you. Uh, we have okay. just I've met her mom and we've just delivered flowers to that little that like I don't know if it's an orphanage or what it is, but that little yeah, thing it's an and orphanage. I, yeah, like saved and that was the last time I played, which was earlier today. Okay, cool. So you got to do all of the side missions in that town. There's like a there's like a 
healthy amount of stuff to do in that kind town. Kind of like uh, Sector 7 had? Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's basically that it again. Is... PJ, where are you at? Um, I'm in the train graveyard with um, Aerith and Tifa. Like, we left the... Oh, nice. We just got out of the sewers. Um, after Cor- Cornero and all that stuff. Yeah, after Dawn. Yeah. Yeah. Dawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Stevens, where are you at? Uh, I'm in, I'm very close to where Connor's at. I'd say like maybe a, I've like started and completed a few of those little missions in town. Um, okay, but I'm great. Basically there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we were all chatting about the key, right? The key to get in the graveyard. Mm-hmm. So we all, yeah, we knew, we knew about that. Okay, great. So we're all around the same area except PJ is somehow a little farther away from us. Um, I'm he's taking progressed a little farther too. away. Yeah, me. Uh, well, that's what I was gonna say. Is uh, I'm at I'm at 15 hours right now in my playthrough, and I'm wondering if like people have been saying like 35, 40 hours. I'm wondering if mine's gonna be a little longer because I have been like cold, just staring at like what's on Aerith. Uh, I'm sorry, Aerith is like bet nightstand and stuff. Like what? Like, <laughs> like looking at the plates <laughs> on Aerith mom's like kitchen. Like what do they all mean? You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've been like, uh, yeah, really take like, like looking at the pumpkins in the garden. Dude, those, pumpkins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those pumpkins look good. Um, it's funny. Like yeah, some, some things look incredible and then some things look like dog shit. Uh, like <laughs> straight out of a, like a PS2 game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, when you're on the when you're it's a uh, you Barrett Tifa and you're just dis- disengaging the lamps and oh, they're like right. don't look down and I look down and it's just like <laughs> yeah the shittiest fucking <laughs> <laughs> like background of a like slum or city houses. Yeah. Uh, Looked like some of the patterns repeated. I was like, nah, that's disappointing. But uh, <laughs> yeah. most of it's been really stunning. I, I think most of it looks looks really good. Yeah, I, I find it really strange where they decided to cut corners. Because I was, I think I was showing you, PJ, like, I'm, I've been obsessed with all the doors in this game. Because, like, <laughs> all of the doors look like horse shit. And, like, and, like they always do super zoom in close-ups of the doors. And I'm like, guys, pull the camera away from the doors. Like we don't, <laughs> they look bad. Yeah. Like they, Speaking like of fucking doors, uh, mm-hmm. can we briefly talk about how you have to hold triangle for so fucking long <laughs> to open certain <laughs> fucking gates and doors? Yeah. That's just like, what? This isn't fun. Like, I don't know yeah. what they think. Like this would be a fun, engaging thing for you to do. We'll put it in there. Uh, yeah, and that's been driving me fucking crazy. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm a lunatic. But doors I've hated should that. just fly open. <laughs> just that's that's my kick, kick the fucking door Off open. The hinges, what are we doing? Yeah. Smash an NPC's face. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so let's 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 maybe organize this into like little section so like uh we'll do like graphics now or like how the game looks like we'll maybe we'll just talk about that for a second move on to story and other things here in a sec but like i think the game it i think it's like not a 50 50 split i think it's a 75 25 split i think 75 percent of the game looks like the most beautifully rendered thing i've ever seen like there are parts of the game i know that i know that midgar section of the original so well that it's like hard for me to even understand how they like 
I don't know, like represented that in three dimensions so mm-hmm. well, you know, mm-hmm. like it's so crazy how much detail, like even fucking Johnny gets his day in the sun. <laughs> like there's so much shit in this. that's like, I could not believe, but I, I do think it's, I do think it's beautiful. And, and one thing I was worried about is those sectors looking similarly. Right. Mm-hmm. And they do in that they're like, poorer neighborhoods but each one of them has a completely different life of their own like you can Mm -hmm. really tell that each area is completely unique at like in real life how it would be like a neighbor Mm -hmm. every neighborhood is different you know Mm -hmm. for sure um i well uh, i'm talking so i guess i'll keep talking uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean um, you don't have to i thought i thought i thought no you I've, might i have fully fucking say. agree with you um i think i think the 75 25 thing you said is is spot on and i think that uh one of the major things that looks really really good is the combat stuff mm-hmm. and it's so fluid and just feels so good <laughs> and it's kind of like I guess if that's the trade-off, if every now and then there's something that I'm like, nah, that could look better, I'm fine with it. I, there hasn't been yeah. anything that I that's like broken my immersion or taken me out of feeling like this is, you know, looks really good. Um, yeah, so yeah. I, I think 75-25 is about you know, where I'm at too. I feel like if you just played the game and just walked forward and never looked around it would look stunning. Like when, when you look at mm-hmm. the graphics peripherally, everything looks incredible. The way the light shines, it looks like a, like a 3d movie. And then you stop and you look at something up close and you know, it, 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 it does look like garbage, but I get like the, I get the trade off. Like you're saying, Mikey, like, yeah, they, they're not going to spend too much time making these assets look incredible like an like an uncharted game or something but like they they went fully into like getting the story beats perfect the cg effects and and making the battle system so deep and satisfying and enjoying like there's no part of the game besides maybe chasing cats around that i that i'm like (laughs) (laughs) besides that like everything is so satisfying in the game I don't know about you yeah. guys. I would have been okay if it was delayed another six months if I could just see the details on the doors a little better. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I mean no, for sure. I I would too. But I'm totally I'm kidding. No, I'm, I'm fine. also I'm also I'm, not I'm happy. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm all, I'm all about delaying something so we so it looks better or plays better or whatever. But I think I'm I'm like pretty ecstatic with what we have. I'm, you know what I I'm mean? I'm on like, that same exact page overall. I mean, you guys have. I feel like we're all saying pretty much the same thing here but i agree most of it looks incredible the stuff that i would really hope looks good usually does uh but yeah there are some mm-hmm. things i think i mentioned to um a couple of you one thing that i thought was strange was as far since we're on like graphics and look is some of the npcs like i noticed this in sector seven that you talk to for the side quests whether it's like a actual yeah. character they put time into like the guy at the item shop or like the lady who's outside of that gate by that little factory. Um, Mm -hmm. But like, it's strange. Some of them, their mouths move very weird. And I don't, I know it's, and it's not like a, Oh, this is clearly made because they did the Japanese dubbing first. And then they had to re 
wire the whole mm-hmm. thing. It's like, no, this lady's like bottom, like side of, of her lip bends way more than a normal person's face does. Yeah. It's like this lady's mouth has turned sideways like a vagina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the engine of whatever 3D rendering program itself is weird or, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't feel, and I didn't feel that way. I don't think like the. I I'm comparing. I want to compare this to Spider-Man for a second because you talk to a lot of like random N- NPCs for side missions, but I didn't feel that like I noticed something that glaring. It's not like I'm expecting them to look like the main characters, but when there's like something that's like so off like that, I'm like, well, that's weird. Yeah, it's it's really tough because like this isn't a Dragon Quest game where like everyone in the world has like a arts a very specific art style coming from a specific artist so like it all looks like everybody lives in this world Mm -hmm. you know like final fantasy 7 does have the problem of like why does cloud look like he does and this guy's in a suit (laughs) like Mm -hmm. just a suit and tie (laughs) like why why is that like what what is the uh vibe of this place Mm -hmm. you know yeah and and i do i do agree that some npcs look like uh like they came from like xavier renegade angel (laughs) i don't know if anyone gets that reference or not but uh yeah did anybody okay so mike you mentioned like the battle system being something you're a big fan of yes i i think this is like maybe one of the most fun versions of these games i've ever played and i I guess i would put this in a category with like final fantasy 15 or kingdom hearts or where you're like doing button mashy combos but you're also like you know in your menu throwing out magic and items and stuff yeah i would almost like it makes me kind of want to categorize it more as like an RTS. It's like real-time strategy mm. almost, like where it's like yeah. you're actively making choices uh, for multiple characters, which they're isolated in that they're individuals. But if you're playing like a game like StarCraft, say, you sometimes you order your Marines to go here, and they're going to achieve something different than your air units. And this is kind of like the the it's working that part of my brain which is super super satisfying like games Mm -hmm. and combat systems like that like starcraft or you know age of empires back in the day or whatever um that's how this feels hybridized with beating shit the fuck up which is (laughs) to me like the most satisfying combination it's so fun because it's not um just one or the other it's this both thing that i think uh they have a really beautiful synergistic um, system that one feeds the other. You have to beat shit up to in order to get your, you know, your strategy move that you can use. Um, right. So it's this loop that they feed each other over and over. That's just so satisfying and so fun. I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who've played fifteen or maybe other games like this, is um. Is there one thing I really like about the strategy about the strategy in this game is like especially if you're fighting a difficult enemy like I just the most recent boss that I fought or mini boss I guess would be um what's the I don't remember the the like suit that you fight in the church Sephiroth <laughs> not him <laughs> oh the Turk yeah you're the talking Turk. about the Turk yeah. oh yeah yeah what's that dude's Reno? name I can't remember his name but R- Reno, Reno 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 he actually had a little bit of trouble with him and his little electric balls that he threw out there but one thing I was yeah. noticing is with a boss like that 
I'm, I'm like planning out. I'm like, okay, I have like another, like, th- like second fire spell that I can pass the second level, or I've got like my, my maybe if you have like your limit saved up. I'm like, I'm gonna save that mm-hmm. until I break them and and stagger them, and then mm-hmm. I'm gonna unleash it. So there's, it's fun because you are like Mikey said, you're making choices, but you're also choosing like when and when not to do stuff and being like okay i think i can make it through this part with enough uh mp or i think i'm gonna have this move built up so it's really fun yeah super engaging it's cra- it, it's super it's just wild to me it's buck wild to me that i am mid maxing in the exact same way with this game as i did with the original game it's just with mm-hmm. a completely different system mm-hmm. but i'm literally like going through the menus and equipping materia and leveling it up and choosing when to use summons and limits sparsely in the exact same way I did with the original fucking game. But Mm -hmm. I'm just now in this 3D arena where I can completely control everyone, which by the way, how do you guys like the way that the other characters control other than Cloud? Like I thought for sure Aerith was going to suck to fight with. And she's just as badass as everyone she's else. She's like the most I, powerful yeah, I, I think. one. Uh, you just like yeah. Yeah. mash down square and like it, it, it racks up an amazing amount of hit points. Um, that made me very happy. Yeah, yeah. Um, no more bonk, and, and, and like, and like when you're, there was no more bonk yeah. from the, uh, <laughs> yeah. staff, which the is kind of a shame. Yeah, I, nope. I, yeah, you can't bonk them with your staff. I'd be willing to wait six months for them to put that the, to implement the bonk <laughs> back in. Yeah, it yeah. might become. It, it might be like a super limit break for her. <laughs> she just bonk somebody, <laughs> bonk the shit out of somebody. It's a post credit scene. Him. Uh, it would be so good. <laughs> Yeah, it, like the credits roll at the very end. She just bonks someone. <laughs> That's good. I, I, uh, yeah, and she like, and the way you play as each one of these characters is completely different too. Like, like with Barrett and Aerith, because they're range people, you hang back. Yeah. Like you don't get in the action. You try to like get everyone from afar. But with Tifa and Cloud, you get up in there. You're doing your whirlwind punch. You're doing your, uh, you know, your clouds, uh, scorpion <laughs> sword moves where he's like heavy attacks or whatever. Uh, I, yeah, I kind of like couldn't believe how fun it was to play as Barrett and Tifa and Aerith, like that they got them all right and that they also play unique, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. 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 That, uh, TJ was talking about it earlier, but the Aerith one, especially made me so happy because when I got her, I assumed, I was like, oh, it's going to be like Cloud because she has a weapon and you have to go up and smack them, but she's going to have weak defense and it's going to suck. But no, she because she's a mage, she's actually, like PJ said, constantly casting that. That's your hit button, but then you still have mm-hmm. the normal magic spells that you can use once you build that meter up. It was very satisfying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like how in the menu that just says that you know her attacks are just magic <laughs> like like what she shoots out of her staff is just magic yeah. like super saiyan blasts yeah and they never bring mm-hmm. that up in the story <laughs> yeah. yeah she could win every problem with just using her magic mm-hmm. but doesn't uh you yeah. know who's fun tifa um i've kind of figured mm-hmm. out that she is um she just like racks up hit points so you can stagger them with the enemies faster and then you can bring cloud in to like clobber them with heavy attacks they act like a tag team together it's actually a lot of fun 
PJ, yeah. I have a question. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I have an okay handle on Tifa so far. And this is, a, I mean, this is a question for everybody, but what has been your strategy when using her? Will you use like her triangle, her, like her initial triangle move where it like gives her, at, like it boosts her extra power so she does stagger them quicker? Or what? what's the thought? I've switched her up a bit. Um, I've switched those um, commands up a bit, but I do... Mm. Um, I use her to like get them to stagger, like I said before, and then I'll, I I have like one magic, like I give her fire because I feel like a lot of enemies like have a vulnerability to that. And then um, there's materia that Aerith had when you got her. I move that over to Tifa, and it's the one that splits the um, the limit bar, whatever you call it, into three mm-hmm. sections. Yes. So that way you can string together her combos. Uh, like a fighting game, you know, like mm-hmm. her, um, mm-hmm. what are they called? They're not limit breaks. Uh, ATB, ATB right? attacks. Yeah. So I just string mm-hmm. together ATB attacks and then switch to cloud, um, to Ooh. like clobber them. And then like Aerith will be in the back, just like, you know, shooting magic out, um, and casting, um, I'm going to steal protective spells. Yeah. Aerith is just, she's a white mage. Just like have her, you know, keep everyone's health up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's weird because I, I, I'm I'm not with uh, Tifa and Aerith yet, so you know I'm playing quite a bit differently. Where Cloud is my healer right now because oh, wow. Aerith, her magic attacks are so powerful that I've just given her, and I have barely any materia slots because early on, you know, your weapons and your armor don't give you a ton, so. I have her leveling up all my materia, basically like farming it to her and also using it in battle. And then Cloud just has the one, which is, you know, Cura. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh. yeah, so that, that, that was my strategy just because I wanted to make the most of her, which is like, you know, if an enemy was weak to any magic, she could handle it. Basically. I, give, I give each and then this is, like, uh, What's that? This is, I was going to say, this is interesting to hear because I use her completely different. Oh, wow. Uh, I I treat her like a tank, basically. <laughs> uh, where I'm giving... <laughs> you gave her like I, a machine gun? <laughs> no, I give her um, like HP. I mean like a tank in the sense of like the Holy Trinity for like um, like RPGs, yeah. you know? Uh, she's my, she's the one that, because she has to get close, right? She has to take hits. So I pump up her HP and I uh um I leveled up her I leveled up her uh chakra when you can upgrade weapons or whatever and divine mm-hmm. strength. So I I basically just give her those two boosts like as quickly as I can. I start a battle and I just like try to give her the divine strength and then I give her chakra and then I just get her I use her in the same way but where I'm just eating uh, punches <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like if yeah. people are hitting her she's getting it back immediately by punching shit from chakra so she just kind of blindly beats the shit out of someone until they're staggered <laughs> then i then i switch in the same way but i don't i'm not like uh it sounds like pj is using her like with more finesse and technique and i'm just like fucking throw her in there and fucking hammer <laughs> shit until until it's down um yeah, so it's it's just interesting to hear people's different strategies, uh, and that's kind of like the joy of 
the materials and and how you can use them differently. Yeah. Um, for any given character, shit. If you wanted to make Cloud your main healer, you could. You yeah. could do that. You know. Right. And, and that's, that's and that's kind of how the game has always been. Mm-hmm. It, it always was like. You know, your base character always had stats where they were suggestions to you. Like, sure. hey, we're going to give them these, but because of the way materia works, you can completely rebuild from the ground up, make them kind of however you want it. And that was sort of the appeal of this game is like, hey, you don't want Aerith to be your mage? You know, you don't have to because, you know, she can also bonk. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, this... This dis- this where this discussion has gone from the battle system to like materia and stuff. I feel like opens up some more fun stuff for us to discuss. There's a few things that I've found that's been very fun. Of course, like it's always and we started already talking about it. You know who we equip with what materia. Um, there's a couple things that I wanted to talk about. One is like what sort of uh, I guess bangles or things you have equipped to your characters. What you guys have been thinking. And how that affects them, but two is like that upgrade system that's in here mm-hmm. that, yeah. that wasn't in the, the old the sphere game. the sphere grid basically yeah yeah um I guess one thing that I wish because when I've been like choosing like that set that like that equipment that's not their weapon and it's not the accessory but the like the bangle that has like two uh, materia slots or whatever usually two some have three um. One thing that I actually wish was a little different is when I am like looking through to like change out equipment to see how that changes characters, it always shows like it shows like that it either improves or or hurts like a certain attribute, but it doesn't tell me what their current attribute is and I kind of wish I could know that while I'm doing that. Yeah, just to I give get me that. a better idea. I mean, you can probably you can figure it out. It's just like I wish that was more in front of me. I feel like I've been having trouble making decisions on ever giving someone something that's not like the leather bangle or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Those those um, those cores really change the character um, mm-hmm. based on how you adapt them. So, like with Aerith, you know, I have her um, just like with a bunch of HP, a lot of materia slots, and. Um, uh, just like high magic power, but then you could also make, uh, and I'm playing her defensively. You can make her more offense with like a lot of magic attack power upgrades, stuff like that. It just, it compl- So like the, the characters like change based on the weapon that they have, but you can go all the way back and I keep clap with the buster sword because I think it's a cool sword, but like I can upgrade mm-hmm. it to be more powerful than, than, uh, the newer, weapons which you couldn't do in the original game yeah and i think that's a really cool aspect of this game is that like i can keep i can use that buster sword as long as i want as long as it keeps upgrading you know like i don't have to use the nail bat because it's the strongest but i'll tell you what it does do though it does immediately take the uh the like excitement out of getting a new weapon because by the time that you've like got for example the nail bat which is something i just got and after a side quest i uh i looked at it and it was just so fucking weak and shitty compared to what i was using mm-hmm. so but that's because it wasn't upgraded counter, right i needed to go in and like up counter argument though they they give you a proficiency level for the uh, mm-hmm. like the ATB attack attached to it, so it kind of makes it fun having to make that like the nail bat, like having to upgrade that to where it's like 
kind of comparable to what you had before and then you just like Mm -hmm. you just spam the atb attack over and over again until you uh um like learn learn it and use it with any sword but then after a while you're like oh the the nail bat like it's good at just like um uh just like hitting with like a big shot after um yeah you kind of learn each weapon from from building up that proficiency counter um, which kind of like makes it more fun when you do get a new weapon because you got to use it for a little bit and then I can go back to the buster sword. Yeah, yeah I, I right. fully have just been switching to whatever's newest just to learn the skill. Uh, so I ha- I like, I don't know how I feel yet about that because I'm too mathematical maybe, yeah. I guess, where I'm just mm-hmm. like, Oh well, I'm just gonna equip this, get the proficiency, and then move the fuck on. As opposed to, I don't know. Yeah, if you like, it sounds like you like like the maybe maybe it's just an aesthetic thing. Oh, totally. Uh, I, I just I, I don't want to see mean? a cutscene with him uh, with like some fancy looking sword on his back. Like that's mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's got to look right. Yeah. It's got to look like a movie to me. <laughs> no, I get that. That's I, interesting. I yeah, because uh, I've been using oh. No, I was just going to say, I think that's like a potential in the future. Maybe they do have something that's just like, you know, an aesthetic fucking vendor or something that's like it casts the look of the buster sword mm-hmm. on whatever you're using so it could look how you want it, but you're still upgrading the proficiency of the newest weapon. Uh, how many swords does everybody have? Just want to take an inventory. I only have two. Two. I think like four, maybe five. God, PJ's beat the fucking PJ, game. But you got, but I'm you, deep at in the it. point where I'm at, at the point where I'm at, you only had three, right? You had the, you had like the two swords you get in the beginning and the nail pad. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, okay, I just want to make sure we haven't missed a sword. <laughs> that would suck. Yeah, <laughs> I missed. Uh, I missed if it's a back summon, in, like Tif- Tifa's house. <laughs> Me too. Uh, oh, which summon? Um, you missed Shiva. I didn't know you no, still, Shiva. No, yeah, you, you just gotta talk get to Shiva. the little idiot. There, there's um, yeah. there's a there's a, a section where like it's behind a fan. The summon material is behind a oh, fan. Oh, yeah. I got that one. And Choc- I forgot Chocobo. about it. And Barrett was like, "Are you sure you want to leave right now? This material that you haven't picked up." And I was like, "Oh, maybe the game." You're like, "Shut up, Barrett." But I thought like, <laughs> I thought like, "Oh, maybe this is like an oversight in the game. Like maybe they fucked up." And so I said, "No, let's move on." And then I realized, "Oh, I I missed the uh, the Moogle summon." Yeah. yeah, that's that's the I honestly that summon is not. I've only used it a few times, and I I'm an Ifrit Shiva guy myself, oh, yeah. you know. But uh, yeah, that uh, they do that a lot though, even when there's nothing to go get. So it kind of trips you up i think there are a bunch of stuff in this game that i think they could have cleaned up and that's one of them where it's like that then like asking you if before you go into a story moment like hey are you sure because it's like it can it confuses you sometimes you've left something behind sometimes you haven't yeah like Aerith kept doing that to me when i kept trying to go into her house and she was like are you sure you want to go home and i'm like i thought you just told me to go here <laughs> and i was like yeah. Make up yeah. your mind ladies yeah. what's going also, on? also like i mean there's probably no way around this but like and it's in GTA games too, but like running through town, like you just straight up fucking like knock down children when you're yeah. running through town all the yeah. time. Like I, I watch will, Air, there's, Aerith, there's like, only one game that I think does it really, really well is, uh, it, and it's a mechanic that I wish they would put into more games is the Assassin's Creed games. 
That was one of the only super satisfying thing because he had to move through crowds super slick. And so he's never, unless you were like actually sprinting, if you just were walking with him, he would like gently move when he passed people and like, he, like had this them. very fluid. Yeah, yeah. Like he would. And I just like, I thought the mechanic was so dope. I wish games kind of like this or you, you GTA or something would have that because it's like, it's insane to just run the fuck <laughs> yeah. into people. It's yeah. crazy. Like yeah. nobody would do that. To watch Aerith just knock over a little kid <laughs> that she just helped like feed with porridge is right. just so fun. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's. I, I feel like the last thing we we got we probably got to talk about unless anyone wants to mention. I mean, PJ, you're like you're pretty excited about the battle system and the menus and stuff. Is there anything like about the menus that we missed before we talk about like the story? Um, n- no, <laughs> I can't think of anything. We went pretty in depth. Yeah. You just put me on the spot yeah, there. Yeah. Like, Oh, I, I felt like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I was on like yeah. a, like a Fox news interview yeah. right then and there. Hey, I had to come up with an opinion. PJ, say something good. Yeah. <laughs> Say something good right uh, now. Deport everyone. Uh, <laughs> wow, <laughs> interesting. He had a he had a moment to shine and blew it. Uh, okay, so let's talk about the story a little bit because I mean this is this is this this is basically the same game except if you turn everything up to eleven and then you like uh, threw in a bunch of more context and shit on top of it. Um. I guess this is a this. I think this is a spoiler. If you even if you know the story, so I'm just gonna say that right up front. But Sephiroth is in this game a lot, and he basically is sort of like the Joker <laughs> to to Cloud's <laughs> Batman. If you've ever played Arkham yeah. uh, Knight, where the Joker is just stalking you the whole game, uh, that's what this is like. Where he can just show up at any time, and he kind of says something, uh, uh, you know, snide. Sinister. I guess sinister, yes. <laughs> cheeky. And then uh, runs away. So, what what do we think of this story or the way that it's being adapted? I have I have some questions, but I'm super intrigued by it. I know Jeremy, we talked about this a little on the show Friday that we recorded Friday that came out today Monday. But um, a couple things. One, I don't know about you guys. I haven't like looked up anything about this game or where it ends up heading with the story. And mm-hmm. I don't know if they're just retelling it differently and with some little flares here and there. But to me, I continue, like I've said to you guys before, I continue to think or at least feel like there's a possibility that they are basically setting this up for like something crazy. Like, f- like it feels like this game is like self-aware. Like what about that moment where Cloud, after you fall, it's like when he's been knocked out and he's fallen, you know, after beating up that big machine with Tifa and Barrett and he falls into the church before that where like another cloud helps him up and he says like this mm-hmm. time last time you only got a few bumps and bruises mm-hmm. like is this mm-hmm. some like meta retelling where like we've all done this before and they're gonna they know that but they're gonna lean into it and then pull a fast one on us like does, any, yeah. does anybody think, look uh, stuff up because I, I think haven't. it might be I think it might be I haven't looked anything up I don't want I don't want that smoke in my life. I want it. Uh, I want to experience the shit. And, but I, I thought your initial theory of um, where you were saying, um, 
I can't remember what you said. Like no, a about cloud? it, but y- yeah, yeah. Either that, or even like potentially like, are there? Is it a multiverse mm-hmm. kind of deal? Mm-hmm. Is this mm-hmm. like uh, a parallel uh, universe? Um, I don't know, but it it it's. I'm excited by it. Me too. I'll say that. Mm. I like it. Yeah. I like that it's there because it's. I think. I think if they were just doing the same game to the letter, I might have got bored. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think just a graphical upgrade and like updated battle system is enough. Uh, a huge part of this was like, like I emotionally connected to the storytelling of the original, and I'm kind of having that same thing happen again, where I'm like intrigued and there's mystery yeah, and like i'm a, like i gotta yeah. find out and i gotta know mm-hmm. uh yeah so I've, I've really been digging it but it's, i also have no fucking idea what that cool. second cloud was all about I yeah mean, i'm happy for like people like yourself and jeremy and pj who've spent a lot more time with this game than me it's like normally in a remake you don't get that surprise and excitement of like something new with the story but like you might be kind of getting that right now yeah, yeah. What, I, I, uh, it's, it reminds me a lot of the RE2 remake mm-hmm. that happened last year where, you know, it's basically beat for beat the same game. Almost, I mean, every every story beat is the same except they, like, they carefully moved some things around and shifted some things to give the player a bunch of surprise elements, which I think is really important when you're doing this kind of thing because I think that, yeah, I don't know if I'd be bored, Mikey, with it. I think I could get through a whole version of this because I play, I replay the original game a bunch. You know, like yeah, I, I do it I once every th- three years. For sure. But yeah. I do think that what's happening now is making me, yeah, like super anxious the whole time. Like as I'm playing it, I'm going like, uh-oh, what is this? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what are they What are they about to do? Like, we've already seen the famous Nibelheim fire scene. We've already seen it. So, like, that means... How are they going to do that part of the game? You know what I mean? Like... Mm-hmm. And are those... They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna twist it up. They're going to do something different there. Yeah. Because we've already... Right. Yeah. Are these, like, these spirit ghost things... I mean, I'm assuming those are the Nibelheim things that you see eventually... Those are Dementors <laughs> from Harry Potter. Think, Straight well, out yeah. of Harry Potter. I mean, either way, yeah. it's like the, I I got surprised again in that ghosts in the sorry in the church scene where you're escaping Reno and the soldiers yeah. and like they're like suddenly they're like guiding you and helping you. They it even says like seems like they're guiding us. Well, aren't aren't yeah. those the ancients? Yeah. Like the spirits oh, of oh, the ancients? Maybe I think I feel mm. like they're staying pretty close to it. Like all the stuff that you guys are bringing up, I'm like, I kind of remember that from the plot because the, the plot was so dense. There was so much shit going on in the game, but you would just read mm. about it and then move on. But now in this remake, they're actually fleshing it out. And so those, mm. those ancient, I feel like those are ancient spirits that like Aerith can communicate with, you know, those are her ancestors. Um, That's a good point. So I, I think it's, I think it's the same. I think it's the same, but they're, they're just kind of it early. It. Yeah, that that might be the case. I think that there, there's a couple of things happened early on that made me a little bit like to confirm a little bit more of what Connor's talking about. Where like Sephiroth, who you never see that early in the game, like right, like you like walk and you like you like 
Whoa. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm on the balcony <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh, I, I thought I thought you were revving up your motorcycle. <laughs> Jeremy just uh, got Sephiroth, he just he, got jealous yeah. that someone else had a sound effect and not him. Yeah, I was like, "Excuse me, only one soundboard allowed." Thank you. Um, but yeah, no, he mentions like to Cloud. He says he basically talks about killing Aerith in the beginning of the game. He says something to the effect of like, "We've already done this before." Like my mm-hmm. cold steel touching her back. Like he he yeah. already like he says what's gonna happen already, which was like definitely not in the original game. Which makes me think like as a he knows the future, so has that event already happened? I guess is the Connor is the Connor question, and I think that's a that would be just that would be very wild. I think if this was some sort of I don't know reimagining, retelling in a way that somehow I don't know. I just I can't imagine. I can't. I both can and can't imagine them killing off Aerith again. Like I can also see them not doing it just because. Mm-hmm the player would absolutely just not expect wow, that. Wow, that would be amazing. At all. That would be crazy yeah. for sure. But, she, I, but you're I don't saying know. She, does, she survives or... Yeah, I'm saying what if this time she survived, right? Like, hmm. what if we're playing a game where they already know uh, we know. Maybe they killed Tifa I like instead. this call. Oh, oh my gosh, yes. They kill, no, they kill uh, Kate, Kate Sith. <laughs> she has the same emotional impact. That is something I did want to talk about. I can't imagine how, what that motherfucker is going to look like. Oh, have you gotten his song? Have you gotten no. his song yet? Yeah, no. you, you see an album cover with his face on it, and it looks badass. Wow. <laughs> he's just like a That's cat, exciting. right? Yeah, he's just a cat. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, that's part of that's uh, one half of him. Yeah, but, the other yeah. half's a big old, big old moogle, I guess. Yeah, it's a, robot. Yeah, guess, it's, a, it's, uh, a big it's a robot. It's a robot. Yeah, mm. yeah. I don't know. Like, um, I've also, you know, yeah. I can't imagine them doing a lot of this. Like fucking, uh, 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 uh like Yuffie and shit. Like we, we get all this Wu Tai stuff so early on, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh my god, give me more of that. Like that that to me is like the lore fodder that gets me going crazy where they start referencing characters earlier than they would have normally. So like the payoff is going to be even sweeter when we when we meet up can with I, them. Can I ask you guys a question real quick? Has anybody played Crisis Core? Yeah, I played it. Uh yeah. Yeah. I don't know anything about Crisis Core. <laughs> and there's well, there's been a few times where I'm like, is this because in, in, in like Roche? Yeah, or just I guess like a bunch of shit where I'm like, I, I'm sometimes reconciling like, did I just forget Final Fantasy seven or are they making a reference to some other game that's mm. like in this, you know, same universe? <sighs> uh, have you guys known it, seen any parallels or anything with that game? No, no, not yet. I haven't. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if they retconned it. I would I would be bummed out if they did though, because it's a pretty fun game. Um it was probably the best other Final Fantasy VII thing they made. Yeah, that was that was a good game. With it. I didn't like the combat system. That's my only question. The uh the, you didn't like the combat well, picture? It was, was kind of similar to this. It was like a gambling slot machine thing. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, I, I didn't well, like it. I yeah, yeah. I I I don't know. I I wonder. I know that. Okay, I can say this, Mikey. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, Roche, that other soldier you meet, mm-hmm. is like to me immediately. I was like, this guy does not belong here. Like he does just not belong in this world. He's just like way too much all of a sudden and. It's because he's like a remnant of that Advent Children bullshit mm, thing, yeah. where they were like, yeah. they're like every character has to fly in the air, and like the the rules of physics don't apply to them, and like it's like they're basically Dragon Ball Z characters now, and like mm-hmm. that that shit like drove drives me insane, and I and I know that that's part of the DNA of this game that we're playing, <laughs> but. It's still to me, it's like when this game works for me, it's in the grounded moments, like like you know walking around town or going to jesse's mom's house right that's like a grounded real people moment and roche just i can't i hate i hate him i hate that part of the game like his he's using his motorcycle as like a butt to like kick people with like the butt of his motorcycle i'm like get the fuck out of here with that i'm like i'm like i'm like on the i'm like half in half out with what you're saying just because i'm like I also really appreciate the grounded moments, but I also know that there's a cat sitting on top of a robot Moogle coming <laughs> yeah. pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm yeah. like, That's I like, am, yeah. I'm like kind of prepping my experience for like. I I agree. I'm like, I at that moment to me, I was like, this is so fucking over the top and feels out of place with the tone so far. Mm-hmm. But I'm also like. There's some wild ass shit coming on the horizon. Hey yeah. Wait, wait till you get to uh, the I, wall market. It goes balls oh, I'm off sure. the walls. It's insane. <laughs> balls uh, off the walls market. <laughs> yeah. But I agree with you that that uh that motherfucker was insane. Yeah. Whole- I mean I just wish they gave him a different personality. Like it would have been fun for Cloud to fight like an old rival, but instead he's like a fucking 1960s Batman archetype villain. He's just like <laughs> yeah. a giggly weirdo. And I'm like, oh, oh man. Like, yeah. This, this guy's nah, the opposite right. of cool. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, sometimes, like, I'm playing it on my big TV and, like, my girlfriend, she'll walk by and see what we I'm playing. We get it. You got a big TV. <laughs> yeah. We get it. You got a <laughs> girlfriend. <Get> it. <laughs> uh, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> sometimes uh sometimes she'll like walk by and like really the only time she ever glances at the screen is when i'm like deep in the menu system upgrading materia to where it looks like a text adventure that i'm playing and then fuck what the fuck is this yeah he's still like trying to figure out the settings of the game um, <laughs> <laughs> he keeps switching it from inverted to re- regular <laughs> yeah uh, and then um uh, uh when like embarrassing japanese anime moments pop up like that's the only <laughs> other time that she looks at the screen to where i'm like oh man i just feel so just i feel like just like a like a uh uh what is it called I, i'm just like an asian kid i'm just i've gone back to being an asian kid that plays video games all the time and my girlfriend i've been exposed to my girlfriend Uh yeah 
Yeah, I mean, I get my Jackie, my girlfriend, was getting into it a little bit back when we, I was in the slums with Tifa, and I was I was kind of explaining the characters and who these people were, and she was like, "I like Tifa," you know, she was kind of coming around, and then fucking Roche shows up, and she's like, "Okay, oh, no. well, time to bounce <laughs> yeah. forever," when, and also you're you're a failure when he pops up. <laughs> your girlfriend thinks that that's the shit you love <laughs> when it's just it's, <laughs> it's yeah. that one part of the game where you're like, "Oh, I wish that wasn't in it," but like to them, they think that's yeah. what you're all about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly um so yeah I, I i will say though that like other than that story like i i understand what they were doing like what their ideas were they were like let's make the beginning of this game long as fuck. <laughs> like, let's make it let's make it long as absolute hell and in order to do that you know i i assume there was going to be some padding and, you know, there actually isn't that much. Like, there isn't that much stuff I would cut. I mean, there are stuff I would cut. Like, get rid of anybody in the town who, like, owns a uh, a hotel or something that I have to spend way too much time with. Like, get rid of those people. Because I don't want to talk to Myrtle or whatever her name is. Marley. Marl. I don't want to talk to her for, like, 25 minutes. Like, that's, like, not why I play Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> but... Other than that, though, I'm like, I'm appreciating, like, eventually, I don't think you guys are there yet, but you'll see Rude is a guy who, um, he's one of the Turks, hmm. and he shows up, obviously, you know, he's going to show oh, he's up. he's the bald guy. He's the bald guy hmm. with the sunglasses, and he's fucking, like, great. Like, that, it's just, like, so, and I'm glad they took some time with that, yeah. you know, like, setting him up, making him, establishing his character. He's different than Reno, and, like, that came across in the original game. It comes across here now in a delightful way. But yeah, I don't know what. Oh, uh, you know, story wise, is there anything you guys would cut so far? Mm. Not nah, really. I've, no. I've been on board. Yeah, it's. it's I I had uh, the same thought as you, Jeremy. Um, when it came, I was like, oh yeah, they did add a bunch of stuff, and I was like, well, there's really only one more mission that they added, at least like to the beginning, where it's like you do that. You know, go to Jess, go up to the plate, and you know Jesse sets off that thing, and you have to fight. You meet, you meet Roche, and I was like, "Well, that was only one mission, so I guess I'm okay with that too." Yeah. It's- now, Stevens, you do hate Cloud Strive. I think he's the fucking worst. <laughs> uh, he's just gets on my f- at last fucking nerve. Uh, I think I, I think I will like him. You know. It's like uh, enough time spent with something. Yeah, you grow oh, a lot of type of deal, but like yeah, sure, like stock early syndrome. this yeah, just this early uh, <laughs> fucking emo phase he's going through. I'm like, I don't care, man, about your little feelings. <laughs> uh, stop being stop being rude to people for no fucking reason. Just be a normal guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I also so, I think that's part of his character development, though. Because uh, in the beginning yeah. of the original game, he, yeah, he was like kind of an asshole. He didn't care about anyone else. And then like you learn who he actually is and how pathetic he is. And it makes sense why he's acting that way. Yes. So I think uh, oh, you're absolutely I think right. that's going to come up later. A hundred percent. And I, and I know that they're going to flip it. I just, I think it doesn't feel, it hasn't felt organic, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like it feels very 
uh, I don't know. It's just been nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, it's just like it's grading at this point where I'm like, I get that you have to establish this as a story device, but I hate it. (laughs) I can't stand it. And like every female character is obsessed with him in this way that's just like... It's just like I I kind of thought they were doing a thing for a while where they were like having those pe- those characters make fun of him. It kind of you could kind of read certain scenes like oh like Tifa's actually like making fun of Cloud right now. She's not like right. But then later you're like wait, no, no, not at all. They are full on flirting with him constantly. Everyone wants a date with him and I'm like what are you going to talk to him about on a date? Yeah. Like all he does is <laughs> all he does is mean mug you bruised. and cry. That's yeah, it. he's like yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, that is that is kind of a tropic anime thing that lives in the old game too, and will probably is going to die with this game also. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that like especially like in this like little flower town you're in with Aerith, like he gets so ridiculous where he's like charging kids, little kids, money to do the side quests and stuff, and they're like, we don't have any money and he's like okay <laughs> like he's just like like such an idiot <laughs> like, <laughs> right uh yeah but i mean i don't know i'm hoping they flip it because i mean that change by the way happened somewhere around like what disc two of the game yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah. like uh since we're not getting even to the halfway point of disc one with this iteration uh I wonder. I wonder how we will leave things off, and I guess maybe we'll do a check-in after we've all finished the game here and uh, pop in for another quick episode. What do you guys say? Oh yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. Uh, wrap up. Yeah, a little wrap up post uh, post credit scene wrap up. We'll we'll all talk about the big spoiler at the end, which is that uh, uh, this squall been is a- also <laughs> in the game. <laughs> <laughs> that's what actually I've been uh-huh. to say. I've been afraid to say it. I think they're actually. That's why I think this twist is. So yeah, that it's Squall. Yeah. Dude, can you imagine if they gave this treatment to Final Fantasy VI, Final F- or uh, Chrono Trigger, Stevens? Like if they gave this treatment to those games, like those older games, that would be mind blowing. Yeah, yeah, it'd be great. Uh, I a Chrono Trigger remake would fucking blow my mind. Yeah, uh, that'd be awesome. Um, get yeah, let's go. I just want to go around real quick about what we think the actual spoiler is going to be or the reveal. Uh, oh, I the think, reveal at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think uh, I think Cloud's a chocobo. I think that's <laughs> he's just a chocobo be. himself. Yeah, I think he's a chocobo. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. Yellow hair. Yeah. Yep. You never you never see it coming, but it's it's right there the whole time. He's yeah. a chocobo. He's been a chocobo yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think that uh, Barrett is a chocobo. <laughs> Seems sound to me. Makes uh-huh. sense. To me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Makes yeah. sense to mm-hmm. me. Yeah, yep. yeah. Connor, I think that those Dementor um, ancient <laughs> things. Uh, I think yeah. that those guys are actually chocobos. You make a lot of sense. Yeah, you make a lot of sense to me. A herd yeah. of chocobo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. PJ, you got a theory? You know, I, I'm not really into these bits, so I'm going to take this <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Uh, yeah i I don't know what you're talking about i think there's gonna be a big like change in the game at the end uh that's the only thing i know like some people in the reviews have been like pissed off that they changed the ending and like i think that's the thing that has me really hooked 
to see this through because I know all the the plot points leading up to it. So I'm kind of excited to see how they changed it. I think that's smart to like drum up interest, even though it's negative, like it still has captivated me. And if maybe just possibly maybe uh, Tifa is a Chicobo. <laughs> nice. Ooh, a chocobo! I like that. And what? Yeah, what sold it to me was the strange way you said chocobo. That chocobo. <laughs> uh, and uh, that's gonna do it for video games and comedy show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we certainly appreciate your listenership in these trying times as we all battle a world that we're not used to. I also want to apologize if you know you're listening to this basically a week after the game came out and all of our hypothesizing and theorizing is just dead fucking wrong. You've already beat the game. You're like, what the hell are they talking about? Uh, we're sorry. We're only, uh, I'm only 15 hours in, but if you want to follow the show on Twitter, you can at VGA comedy show. You can follow me at Ocarina of crime on Twitter. Connor, you can follow me on the social medias at Connor underscore McCabe. Uh, check out my video game podcast. Call me by your game on Apple podcast and Spotify. And, uh, in fact, the most recent episode was the Final Fantasy VII episode with Jeremy Schmidt. Um, and uh, I'm going to be continuing once my internet is back, which I think is going to be this week, The a stream for relief. I'm doing it on a, my Twitch channel, Cons is Cool 69 uh, I'm basically finishing <laughs> Ocarina of Time and uh, doing that to benefit direct relief for medical workers uh, battling COVID-19. Um, so check that out. It should be back. Um I'll definitely be updating on social media, so that's it. Mm-hmm. PJ McCormick. Uh, I got nothing. <laughs> you, you don't have a uh, a Twitter or a Insta? No, I don't. I don't. I don't care about people following me. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. But thanks for having yeah. me. That All was right. fun. Mike- <laughs> Oh yeah, so absolutely. Yeah, page. and we'll definitely have you again for sure. Anytime you want to come on, you know. Yeah, would love to. Great. Mikey Stevens, why don't you plug I, away? I will. I care so much. Please follow me. Uh yeah. I'm at Mikey Loves Mikey on Twitter and Instagram. Uh as always, I'm at Mikey Stevens on Venmo. Send me any mm-hmm. amount of money. And uh I will be at Herald Late Night this Thursday <laughs> with uh fellow team Jet Set. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll be up uh, uh, doing a show. It's been really light crowds, and we're mm-hmm. just hoping to get some some heads and some seats. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So yeah, come check out Bitchin' and Jet Set. We'll be at uh, the UCB Theater at uh, Sunset, ten thirty. Thanks so, for putting that together, uh, PJ. By the way, I know you spearheaded us breaking quarantine to do yeah, these thank shows. Thank you, man. We really appreciate that. We know that you did a lot of work to uh, to get that going. Yeah, so thank yeah. you. Yeah, don't forget to also support the Inner Sanctum Cafe. We'd love to see you guys. <laughs> Right, uh, right. Come get right. a coffee handmade by uh, PJ. So, yeah. Woo. Come check it yeah. out at Inner Sanctum Cafe uh, on, on Instagram.com. <laughs> <laughs> dot com yeah, at intersanctum.com yeah 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 love that love that for them yeah that's great uh yeah so um hey you know thanks so much again and uh uh you know what's a good quote from the from the game we can end on uh suck my ass you <laughs> <laughs>